welcome to On Your Mark Get Set Review, your one-stop shop for entourage slop. I'm your host, Andrew. With me are three beautiful guests competing for one prize and one prize only, their recommendation. They'll fight each other to the death for it. Who will survive? Who cares? Let's move on to meet our guest. Sitting in front of me, Matt, welcome. I am the electric man. All right, great. Who cares? Will. Hey, let's get this party started. Yeah. Yeah. He's here too. What up? What up? So, collectively, we make up On Your Mark Get Set Review for this week. Matt, Will, Eric, and Andrew. It's going to be an electric night with the electric man, myself. Who's not Matt? Because I, uh, uh, alcohol. Uh, <laughs> so we're here to talk about Tyson Dronicus' fourth, possibly final album. No, what? Why would you say that? Because why would I not? It's it's, it's such a conclusion to Tyson Dronicus. Almost such a misleading thing. <laughs> they they've never said that. People have said that. The Pitchfork they, review said that. So yeah, naturally, Facebook quote said that. <laughs> the Pitchfork review. No, Facebook. Page Patrick Stickles' Twitter said, like, we got bigger things coming, like, two days ago. Yeah, bigger fish to fry. They're going to break up the band. <laughs> oh, all right. I guess so, he's going to launch his adult contemporary up. career. So this is Chias Andronicus, <laughs> uh, the most lamentable lamentable tragedy. Uh, I think we're all Chias Andronicus fans coming into this room, except for one asshole. No, that's not true. That? Well, so you are not a fan of the band, as I heard. No, say. it's not that I'm not a f- uh, well, I would say I probably do not deserve the distinction, honorable distinction of being a fan. I enjoy their music well enough. I'm not, I'm not a great aficionado of uh, punk music. Yeah, you listen to the greatest hits, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, uh, Tyson Gratica's greatest hits, volumes one and two. Um, <laughs> I listen to, I like their first album, and I, I like their second album. Oh not yeah, quite what's as the name of the first album then? Genius. Uh, a heartbreaking work of staggering genius. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, Look at this boy, Dave Eggers over here I, I, I know it, but I can't recall the moment Alright, Matt, how big of a fan are you? Um, probably not as big a fan as yourself, Andrew, or Eric But I've enjoyed them since I, I heard The Monitor, and it wasn't necessarily my favorite thing It was really airing of grievances that, that drove it home for me How awesome they were um, I love local business i know that might be a point of contention here at some point but yeah this, that'll, that'll be a fight later I on tonight love hopefully local we'll business. Get, i think we'll get that to early on because matt you might have to leave yeah. a little bit yeah there was day. a nice sour look that just uh, passed over andrew's face as a listener <laughs> yeah. uh i just want to say outright local business is probably my least favorite album from them by far mm. i don't hate it it's not like i want like i go like oh what a piece of shit it's like i'm gonna go okay eric you're a fan Says things. Uh, I'm a big fan. Um, I, I get to be that. Hey, these guys are from the neighborhood I'm kind of from. Uh, you know, guy for 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 this evening. They're they're from. Yeah, you schmuck. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, I've been I've been um, I, I've liked them since airing your grievances and uh, mo- kind of the reverse of Matt. Like I liked them a lot airing grievances and the monitor really kind of like blew open what I could expect from them and like what kind of ambition they had and um. That, that was kind of like a game changer for me in terms of following them. And uh, I like local business fine. Uh, we could get more into that in a, in a few minutes. Uh, I, I, I do have some complaints about it. And um, 
And then we have this new record that just came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, also, fun fact, you got me into this band originally. Did I? Because you, you sent me, I think, a song from The Monitor. I don't remember which song it was. It might have been uh, probably the theme from Cheers. Okay. That's probably what got me into the band. Yeah, it's a good entry point for yeah. people. You know. And then I, I really loved The Monitor. Then I listened to the Aaron Grievances. I'm like, oh my God, this band's my favorite band. Yes. And then I... Went even so far as going out to a record store to buy a local business on CD because I really wanted it because I love fucking Ties Andronicus. And then my face listening to the album in the car, first time going, oh, this isn't that good. Um, so let's get into it. Local business, thoughts, complaints, love. Matt, you go first since you love the band. Well, I, I think the thing that I like about it, like, versus these other ones is just, like, it's more concentrated. Like, it's definitely more, like, fine-tuned, I feel like. Stripped down. Yeah, like, it's, it feels like it's much more sing-songy and catchy and stuff like this, whereas, like, these, the, the two albums surrounding it are just, like, so expansive and just, like, really playing with their sound, whereas, like, local business just kind of feels like a quick punch in the face and then you're done. Yeah, that's why I don't like that album. It's basically everything I like the band taken away, and I think the worst part about it is the production on it. It just sounds so clean. Everything just sounds just not, there's like no edge to it, and that really bothered me. Yeah, um, that, that, that's my biggest part, uh, pri- uh, primary complaint with it, too. Uh, I like a lot of the songs on it. Actually, listening to Most Lamentable Tragedy, uh, kind of after I did that a lot, I kind of went back and listened to Local Business. And I do like the songs on it, but it's just the sound of the album. Uh, it's just, it, it's so bland and kind of just yeah. very tepid uh, from a production standpoint. But I do like, I don't know, what's there, 12 songs on it? I want to say I, I do really like like eight of the songs on it. Like so, I probably would go five or six with me. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think the ratio is bad. It's just the production could be a lot better. Like it could hit a lot harder. Yeah. That's the problem with it. It just feels like a... Instead of going like for a home run, it's like a soft bun, and they go to first. But I, I do agree with uh, what Matt said about how it, it is kind of like a no bullshit, just like a get in, get out rock record. Like there's no real conceptual aspirations going on. Um, there's no song really longer than like four minutes, I don't mm-hmm. think, on it. Uh, if there is, yeah. it's escaping my mind. Uh, just my eating disorder and... Uh, uh, why stop smoking cigarettes? What's it called? Why quit cigarettes? Oh yeah, yeah. Why quit smoking or something like that? Which which is not very good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Those do have their little like jammy parts. So yeah. Those my eating disorder is really good. Yeah, I love my yeah. eating disorder. Like yeah. Um. My eating disorder. Um. Me 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 me. The thing of like, yeah, like I could definitely see what you guys are saying about like the finer production. I kind of really appreciate it sandwiched between these two albums too. You know, like it's it's such a departure from from this that it's like it's nice to see them like branch like do something different than come back to this and see like what they learned from like mixing the two together a little bit more and everything like it's just yeah I, it really just feels like a growth for, for them yeah and, and they did kind of do a lot of like uh, instrumentally like a lot more experimentation like there are these like almost cheesy but fun like little rock like passages like they'll, they'll they'll experiment with like some rockabilly or like some cock rock mm-hmm. and like just do these yeah do, cock do, rock do these kind of like you know little passages in their songs that they kind of weren't doing on 
uh, airing of grievances or the monitor mm-hmm. as much as I well, love those Well, Food records. Fight is really fun. That's like a really good one-off track. Yeah, they seem to and be having compared, most fun here. Shut up. I was talking. And they're comparing it to the replacements, which is really nice. If, like, uh, Gary's got a boner. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is a great song. I love that song. Right. Or, uh, what's the song? The dentist song? Uh, I don't know titles. I'm really, really bad with blue? titles. So No, not 16 Blue. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very not a relevant song. And androgynous? No, you fucking asshole. Answering machine? Right. Black yeah. Diamond. So the very relevant songs, uh Answering Machine, Sixteen Blue, Androgynous, you know those songs. Unsatisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they're aping for, a food fight. <laughs> uh I'm going insane's really good too. I like that. Well and then like we're oh we're getting in. Oh, no. Oh, What's the song called? Titanicus versus the world? Oh, yeah, which, which they reprise on this. Yeah, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that's this album, they really, like, expand out on everything that they've done before. It, like, when you say, like, it feels like an ending, it kind of does just because there's so much that's, like, calling callbacks back to, to everything before. I mean, yeah. like, the first, the first song after you get past... Uh, the like tune-up song or whatever you want to call song one the song that freaked that thing freaked my dog out when i was playing it on the speakers the first time like my dog just started shaking it was so it, but um it's called uh what's it called magic no hour? future part no future four angry hour magic hour? no no future part oh. four is like that's the first real song on it and it's like that's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there were there were kind of multiple instances of that happening where on the album in which there would be kind of a, they would just kind of jump out at you after kind of a, a mellow almost for a yeah, like, yeah, it was really cool. I like, I uh, liked every time that happened. Well, Eric, I know has a big problem with that in the album. He was yelling at me going, you fucking idiot. How dare you like this album? This I is terrible. That. I, I like the pacing this album is dog shit. Throw in the garbage. <laughs> I think the sequencing has some issues, especially in the back half. Um, uh, well, before we get into that, uh, let's talk about uh, some of the callbacks. There's a lot in this. Oh, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Name one. Uh, we, we, ju- we just said the callback to uh, Titus Andronicus in the Absurd Universe. The last song is recorded on a uh, recording machine that was used for uh, the first song on Airing Grievances, which was... Oh, fuck. Yeah, and it's very clearly Daniel Johnson. Oh, Fear Loathing... In Nawa, New Jersey, motherfuckers, which is one of my favorite songs by them. Yeah, great song. Mm-hmm. First song I heard from them. Um, are you talking about callbacks to themselves or callbacks to other things? Callbacks to themselves. Um, there are a lot of like little lyrical ones. Like there, there's yeah. something. There's one of the Mister. The song Mister E Man is about uh, him is shocking himself again. Well, yeah. Well, it's it's referring. It's it's a callback to uh, I am the Electric Man. And um, also a nice little reference to the E Street Band in a way too, because very kind of E Street Band sounding song. Okay, yeah, um, great song. Yeah, uh, there's a mystery song, man. Do 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 do. There's a there's a lyric that that uh, calls uh, back um, my eating disorder. I think that there's a lyric of some effect of. Yeah, I know, think a few that yeah. refer back to it. At least a couple. Yeah. I mean, we can't be bothered to look them up, but you know they're in there. <laughs> Just look them up, you'll find them. The ongoing. Um, you know, uh, no future mm-hmm. continuation, which started way back in airing grievances, right? Yeah. God sent me a vision. God sent me a vision. That's probably my favorite ending to the song is from the future, from 
uh, their own grievances. Fucking love Tyson Andronicus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick, if you're listening, worth, we love to have you on the show. Worth saying. Patrick, big fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I? Uh, <laughs> no, go ahead. No, say, we'll, go, we'll go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, okay. So, I mean, this has not been addressed, but uh, this is a, a quote-unquote rock opera. Uh, yes. Uh, do you, yeah, concept makes perfect sense. Do, do you guys understand any of the stories that are supposedly going on within yeah. these songs? It's crystal clear. Uh, because, uh, I'll, I, I mean, I, I will not say that it's every song, but a lot of the songs, you know, the vocals are kind of a... A kind of a musical effect in themselves and there's not uh, for me they're hard to uh kind of parse out they're kind of it just seems like it's all kind of it's hard for something to claim that it's a rock opera yet still be hard to understand and maybe that's a a, a problem in my fault like every concept album rock opera i've ever heard has never made sense to me have you ever listened to the wall the wall don't make <laughs> uh, had an interview in rolling stone where he complained about people complaining about the story to uh, concept albums and not understanding it. And uh, I said the same thing uh, when we were covering Quadrophenia a few weeks ago, where I shit on... Uh, fu- well, I didn't shit on it. I love Fucked Up. And David Comes to Life, where I said, you can't really understand it that much. And it's kind of not really well fleshed out the concept. And Stickles in interview saying, fuck people who said that, basically. <laughs> I felt like David... I actually felt, I felt like, like bad. I'm like, David Comes to Life was one of the clearer ones for me. I mean, like, I think... It's clear, but, I mean, it doesn't... Like, you know, it's not really fleshed out, you know what I mean? It's just kind of... Kind of yeah. the barest story. Well, then there's always um, American you, you can understand idiot. it. Uh, someone was talking about that, too, a few weeks ago. We were talking about Quadrophenia, American Idiot. Which is basically, like, stealing from Quadrophenia. Mm. Where's a sort of personality? Stealing or, um, you know, inspired by. They're very blurry lines. Stealing. <laughs> and great reference, bro. I got it. Wait, was I making a reference? Blurred lines. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great reference, William. Way to go. I'm really on top of this music thing. Uh, but, Matt, is this your favorite album of all time? <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. I've only listened to it a I haven't not listened to it enough to say that it's my favorite album of all time. It's pretty awesome. I really loved uh, Fired Up, like that like middle part. Fired Up is amazing. It's probably my favorite song from oh, the album. Song. Yeah. Uh, Fire! Yeah. Like, it, I, I think You're I have kind of the same thing that... I think I have kind of the same thing that Eric does where like the pacing in the back half is a little weird. Like, there's... So I really enjoyed that there's an intermission on this album and that there's just a track called Intermission. And like, I really enjoyed that. But then it felt like everything after that was kind of really stilted. There's some weird ones, like seven seconds, which kind of could just be like the intro to the song. I don't know why he needed the seven seconds part. Yeah, I I don't think all of the... Like these little interlude tracks or these non-songs that we get are necessarily a bad idea. I think having, I, I think we don't need all of them. Mm-hmm. Like if you want an intermission track, fine. Do we really need the like little church hymn? I don't know. Maybe we do. Maybe I we like don't. the church Maybe. hymn. Maybe I, I definitely. Did which one? Like coming out the, of the intermission, uh, that scene? like hymn because it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's my favorite, one of my favorite parts of like, the album. I also think- See, I don't know. It's it's very much like movable parts here. Mm-hmm. Like No, no, no. That that fits in yeah, very well. It comes after that's that. fine. Like him. Right. It gets foreboding with All right, great. Bah. Let me finish. Let me finish. Bah. That's fine. All right. So let me finish. That's fine. So yes, fine. The church hymn. Let's keep the church hymn. Do we need the minute of silence? 
I don't. Then if you're okay with the one, I it all of them together are just indefensible. Like we do not need all. Of them. The the. If you want the church, I'm fine. Do we need the old Lang Syne? I don't. Yes. Know. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, um, you do. You do not need all. Of them. Do you need that the is a very seconds? good atmosphere. You shut up. You just all right. So you you are okay with every single. Like interlude on this thing. Everyone. I'm not okay with seven no, seconds. No, I have to seven go back and listen to that back half of the album, especially again, and and because it, it really like every time I was listening to it, I would kind of like space out on it a little bit and just kind of come back to it. Like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm still listening to Titus yeah. Andronicus. Like, right. So and and coming back to the narrative thing, uh, Will said, you know, what's the story? Um, I mean, I, I I kind of understood the uh you know the broad uh goings on of it, and then just today I kind of sat down with the genius page of it and like kind of read through the whole thing as I was listening to it. Stickles actually like annotated a bunch of the lyrics on the genius page for the oh, album. Oh, that's awesome. So that kind of helps. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Like uh, there are song, like whole songs that he doesn't, there's, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a good chunk of the album he does annotate and that kind of helps. But even from a conceptual standpoint, like if, if, okay, fine, this is a rock opera, this is telling a story. If we're looking at this as a narrative, even in the back half, like, I feel like we get like four or five songs in a row about the Siobhan girl, and it's like from a narrative perspective, okay? Um, it, it just kind of reiterates a lot of the same points over and over yeah, it's again. Yeah, great. From uh, she said, she said, through, I want to say, Old Lang Syne. Great uh, stuff. Six songs. Um, from yeah, a narrative great. standpoint. Um, it, it just kind of reiterates the same things. Yeah, so again, songs. So again, from a sequencing standpoint, um, perfectly well, placed. It's not the leanest. It's definitely not the leanest record. Let me I pose think, the eight. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. wait I want to say one okay. thing. You need a silence, though, for seven seconds. But they needed to put it at the beginning of Stable Boy. Then it would be fine. Uh, let me pose the idea that uh, this... Uh, this is a punk band doing a very grandiose or making a very grandiose gesture. This, this album is, is feature length. It's an hour and a half long that the fact that it it is messy and like maybe too long and somewhat like repetitive in kind of themes uh, and, and some music is that not seem almost appropriate for like the punk kind of mindset. No, that's stupid. <laughs> no, I, I agree I that agree gives it will. charm. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's that's. I, I, you guys are agreeing. I agree. It too. was not a. Yeah, I was see, not meaning to insult. Have your own <laughs> no, I, I I agree that gives it like a ramshackle charm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and, and I'm fine with it on those grounds as as like this messy grandiose gesture. Totally. Um, but to sit there and say that like you know every track is flawless that is utter horseshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, every every track is every actual song is perfect. Should be in there. Yeah, yes. Sing sing into the void back to me now. Oh, you can't because it's garbage. Oh, hang on. I got it. Great song. It actually says filler in the parentheses. Yeah, it was funny. I gotta go, guys. Song. All right, take care, Matt. Edit him saying that out. All right, Matt. Can you say one thing before you go? Say. So Titus Adronicus, uh, this new album is your favorite album in the world, right, Matt? <laughs> Not necessarily. Uh-oh. Matt's had to go back to his home world now. Goodbye, Matt. Bye, everybody. Bye, Matt. Matt died on the way to his home planet. <laughs> um. R.I.P.D. P.I.H. 
Eric, you were saying I don't some remember. nonsense. I think I think I said what I had to say. You don't know uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I I know what I'm talking about. I know no, you're. You I know you're just talking shit out of your ass. And Stickles would be so disappointed in you right now. I don't think you would. I think I you'd think, be like, who the fuck is this asshole talking to me in his I, fucking Tysodronica shirt? I think you would be like, hey, at least this guy is not like a sycophantic yes man. <laughs> he's just blindly liking everything that I'm shoveling out. And he's actually taking the time to dissect and absorb my art. I want to uh, say. I dissect this album like seven times, oh, you, motherfucker. Yeah, you dissected it from while, while pulling your pork. I, I want to point out to the listener that uh, Eric is wearing a Titus Andronicus t-shirt, uh, but it is cut off at a certain point uh, to where it could just be Titus Andronicus sucks, and we would be none the wiser. Very true. If I going to say because we can't see the U, you would say Tits Andronicus. <laughs> um. But but seriously, no, I I, I am giving. Yeah, it let's shit. get serious here for a moment. I am giving it shit, um, and I don't think Into the Void sucks. Uh, but I do again, li- listening to this, even sitting down. What, regardless of the context, I'm listening to this. Whether I'm chilling out with it, you know, headphones on, reading every lyric, or I'm just kind of driving along to it. Whatever the context is, even if I start the second half of the album first and then listen to the first half of the album second, like however I kind of like puzzle it out um the second half of the album just has like honest to god sequencing issues for me i just don't like the second half song by song as much i like it conceptually a little more um but i think there's just a lot of flat uh you know starting with maybe the the, the church hymn which is the church hymn uh sun sun solution sun salutation whatever the fuck it's called the, well, the, uh, well, and again, I get the conceptual, yeah. you know, whatever mood it adds to it, I get it. Um, but it, that's kind of where it kind of start. The problems kind of start for me because up until then, I think the first fourteen tracks. Again, you let someone the, else talk now. Even with the intermissions, all? it's almost flawless. Go ahead, sorry. Okay, I don't agree with anything what you're saying. I think it's garbage. You, oh, you don't think the first half of the album is flawless? Oh, okay, you think that's all garbage? All right, go ahead. No, talk. Okay. Tell, tell me how. I don't, tell me how that's I don't, I don't Please. think the first half is garbage. I think the oh, second so, half is just better. So you do agree with me. You, you, think the first, you think the second half is better? No, I don't. Oh, okay. So I think it's... We're in fundamental agreement. I think it's slightly lesser. We're in fundamental agreement. I don't I do think not. it's a bad album. I'm coming down very hard on it as a reaction to your, uh, your uh, aggression. <laughs> um, praise. But I do I'm, like. I'm sorry that genuine praise for a great album disturbed you so much <laughs> that you had to throw into the ground before you could erect it. The track, please. Great! Don't you fucking say shit. What What is great about that? Explain it to me. It's a downer. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to disagree. Just explain. I need someone to articulate what's good about that. It's the perfect come down after that great track, "To Fatal Flaw," and it's just like him, you know, breaking down. Him just going down to the depths of hell. So, all right. So, by by including six or seven come down tracks, isn't that a little like? No, because I mind like the okay. band needs. We thinks we need like all these rests. Oh, okay. So she said he's he's she said he said whatever. Funny feeling, fatal flaw. And then please, none of those are come down tracks, asshole. I know, but I'm saying following like that, following list. that is come on, Shaboyin, Shaban, Shaboyin, yeah, Shaboyin, and then after that, it's a pair of brown eyes, and then. The next come down track is all all Lang Syne, which is not really a come down track. It's more like an ominous foreboding track. 
adds to the atmosphere. It's great because then after that, she goes, they are still singing the song. It goes, bah, bah. yeah, it adds to the atmosphere. The atmosphere is, hey, where, where's the band that I like? To listen to? <laughs> they just, oh, they just, it's a great song, a cover for a pair of brown eyes. So that's where they were. And then after that, I'm going insane. Finish him, which is a great little fun. I love uh, that one off track. That's, that's fantastic. I love. It. I would, and then maybe you're and then from- fall and then fall. Yeah. We need that too. We need another come down because it's been three tracks. We need to catch our breath. Well, I would like to. It's been three whole songs. I would like to point out that within she said Sorry. she said is another come down track because that song is well, ten minutes yeah, long. Then it yes. comes back up. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. That's There's not- so much redundancy here. Like, Not a come down song. She said, she said, it, it has so many movements and loud and, and quiet passages to it. Yes. Same, same sorry, thing. it's sorry, it's uh, complex instead of this simpleton music. No, <laughs> I'm saying that's that that's that's an asset. That's hillbilly it music you want them to be. Hang on, hang on. That's an asset that it has. More perfect union. Same deal. Mm. We have a long, long song. Um, and it's a great song. Again, so yes. she said, she said. Again, that. They have come downs built into them. Why do we need a, a, another come down track uh, sandwiching that? And that's kind of what I'm talking about. There's like all this redundancy uh, kind of built into the concept here that I don't know if it's necessary. And these are nitpicks. In the greater scope of things, this is one of my favorite albums of the year. Um, but it's just a little maddening when I'm when I'm like from a track. What would track you say track. is better? Off the top of my head right now, I'm going to say Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. This or, or that? Yeah, that's my, that's my pick. Tessa Dry. Yeah, that, uh, Kendrick that's, Lamar. That's the obvious one yeah. um, that, that's ahead of it for me. I, I got a bone to pick. Yeah, that's a great album. And that's yeah. kind of an, uh, concept. an... Concept. That's an example of, you know, uh, Kendrick's last two LPs were concept records. Section and 80 I, and... Uh, no, no, uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, but the Good Section 80 is technically a concept album. Because for some... Yeah, because apparently it's on uh, Wikipedia for concept <laughs> albums. Oh. I don't I, know why. I didn't realize that. I never caught it. Neither um, did I. Good to Mad City and Jim Carter Black is kind of an example of, of Kendrick kind of doing another concept album, getting a little less narrative, getting a little more abstract. Titus Andronicus kind of did like a little bit of the opposite here, where the monitor was um, abstract. Like, a little more abstract and less narrative driven, and this one's more narrative driven. And they just kind of just flopped here. I just think, um, I think. Kendrick handled that reverse transition a little a little cleaner. But again, the messiness is part well, of the Well, I song. think what to go with a concept... The best thing is to go abstract. You think it's better to go abstract? Yeah, because then I don't like stories in my albums. Well, this, <laughs> is, a, well, this is a story. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, but I don't like stories in my albums. Keep that shit out. <laughs> and that's why this um, album is your favorite album of all time. <laughs> well, I like this album. So that's that. Um... So you would not cut any of these interlude tracks aside uh, from the silent, the seven seconds of silence. Either the fall or maybe into the, the void. Enter the enter the void is an actual song. It's just kind of it's not very good. It's yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So you're you're in a, mostly agreement. No, I'm not in mostly agreement. I'm in yeah, semi you agreement. <laughs> no, you're like fifty percent. But we, since we went over to arguing about the second half, let's talk about the glorious first half of the yes. because it's okay. all fucking gold. Um, yeah, it's from one to thirteen. It's all great tracks. Yeah, I, I don't have many complaints. The uh, the intro, uh, what's it called, the Magic Hour, Angry Hour? Yeah, that uh, that was arranged by uh, Owen Pallet, who worked with uh, 
he's a solo artist, but he worked with this uh, project called Final Fantasy. He worked with Arcade Fire. Yeah, the violin guy. Yeah, the games. Right, exactly. The uh, violin string. Uh, string yeah, guy. the video games, Final Fantasy. Uh, named after that, yes. Yeah. Um, and then Final Fantasy Four. So, yeah, I thought that was a great, you know, that's that's a conceptual sort of mood piece. And I thought it does a great job. Um, no Future 4, I love it. Fantastic. Um, Stranded, good. I, I mean, I'm not going to go through the whole track listing. Volley Boy, great. I lost my mind. At Sign, great. Look Alive, great. The Magic Morning, great. Look Alike, great. I lost my mind. DJ, great. Mr. E-Man, great. Fired Up, great. Dimed Out, yes. perfect union, great. Dimed Out, I might say, is their catchiest song ever. No, I had to. I would think that at first, but then "Fired Up" is like gets me going. That's like my "Fired Up" is thing. great, but but as far as like pop appeal, yeah. which "Dimed Out" isn't gonna be on the radio or anything like that. But uh, as far as like catchiness and and infectious chorus type stuff, I think "Dimed Out" is like like catch- I don't I don't know if, which is the better song. I love "Fired Out," "Fired Up." I like how it has like that. Oh yeah, you love "Fired Out," huh? "Fired Up." Um, it has that guitar squeal at the end of it, like this kind of hair metal guitar squeal. Um, and it kind of rings. Um, well, I, I lost my mind. DJ has this really great like hook in the middle of it. Well, that's I, a cover. Yeah, I know, but there's like this really weird part like in the middle of it where it's like uh, it's like the guitar starts going do 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 do, kind of like almost like a surfer kind of sound in a way. And it's very unlike most of what I heard from Titus. You know what I mean? Oh, is um, that the uh, the track sounds kind of almost like rockabilly ish? There, there was one yeah. song I was thinking like Dick Dale. Uh, it was really good. I was very surprised because yeah. I wasn't expecting to do anything kind of sorting like that. Um, yeah, that's the, a Daniel Johnston song, right? I lost my mind. At right, time. right. The Daniel Johnston, who's a manic depressive like lo-fi artist. Mm. There is actually a documentary about him a couple years ago. I don't, have you any of you guys seen that? No. I have not seen. It. I've I've listened to the some of the Daniel Johnston music. Uh, the The movie is called The Devil and Daniel Johnston, I believe. Uh, it's very yeah, much an outsider the artist. Of the guy, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's dead now, right? No, he's alive. <laughs> oh, unfortunate. He's in his. He's, in his Wait, he's touring the world. I, he's I'm, I'm been joking, catapulted into superstar guy. fame. I'm sorry, Daniel Johnston, come on the show, please. We love you. <laughs> he's he's opening for uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> There are two uh, nods to Daniel Johnston on this album. I guess, um, obviously, might, he might like sort of have influenced Stickles uh, musically, but since it's being about the whole concept album is about manic depression, I guess it's suitable. Uh, but the final track, or uh, final actual track, um, Stable, Stable Boy, Boy is... Um, Baby Boy. Stable Boy. Uh, it was recorded on uh, an 8-track or something, you said? Uh, I don't know what's called, like a recording tape or something. The first song they did was uh, recorded on that, Fear and Loathing, and... It- now on New Jersey, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, it's very like you know fly. the opening intro to that song. It's like, and the shit is fanned. You will not be scared. Fuck before you. yeah, before it kicks in. I fucking love that song so much. Great song. That's one of my greatest introductions to any song ever. Yeah, um, and, and uh, Sigel's vocal delivery—it's very like squealy and high pitched. And, and if yeah. you've heard Daniel Johnston, that's kind of how he sounds. Mm. So, um, it's another. Now no I was born to die. Great ending song. Um, I, I do like it. It is good. I just really like No Future Five. It's I great. Like, I feel like the you know the album could have ended there, and you would not, you would have not lacked for emotional closure. Well, I think it's great because he's like saying suicide is a no no. 
that's you go that, fighting. That, that, that scene, it's like an epilogue. I yeah. Guess. As an epilogue, I guess it's fine. I which is great because we'll go. We won't be sleeping. Right. Which is it's great. Kind of, it's kind of like a, a an anti-suicide anthem, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I don't so know. I say boys an anthem, but okay. <laughs> well, what do you think? What What happens at the end of this? Would you say? Because there's that all shit with the doppelganger, and then he seems to kind of like the end of No Future. He seems to kind of be alluding to suicide. Um, but then we get Stable Boy at the end. So what do you think is this ending? He just I, kind of cures himself? I think he has like a realization or something. Because at the end of Moral, it begins the same way the album is. But then there's that like long, sharp gasp of breath at the end. At the end of what? A Moral, where it is like it oh. begins like the first uh, track. Then it's like ends and like before the guitar comes in, like in uh, the first track, the Angry Hour. There's that long gasp of air. Yeah, it's like an, an inhale, like, right? Yeah. Or like someone just been like been crying for a long time. It's like someone just like getting over it. Like, <gasps> so so you like a moral? Well, it's not like a song, but it's like the ending. It's like close, right? But you would you would keep it in? You wouldn't cut it? Of course. That's like the that's the fucking. All right, coda. I'm just asking. That's a coda, you idiot. Oh, Denny Mall. Yeah. Um, Will, let's hear from you. I've been kind of <laughs> screaming at Andrew for. Well, I don't have a, a great amount to say. Uh, I was. I, I, I thought this album was all right, uh, and then I was re-listening. It was all right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Let him finish. And uh, I, I was re-listening to it earlier today, and as uh, as I am with a lot of albums, I, I pick up uh, more on things during re-listens, and I was uh, appreciating it more and kind of noticing those sort of stylistic variations within the kind of aggressive punk sound. Um, I like the... Uh, yes. uh, I think my favorite song was the... Uh, uh, what's it called? The more perfect union because it was a very long. Uh, no, no, more perfect union. Uh, There's a song called "A More Perfect Union" from the. Mon- oh, I'm sorry, sir. My most deepest apologies. Yeah. They're not British. They're from New Jersey. Speaking New Jersey accent well, again. Do I, I I don't have the uh, theatrical abilities to do that. Uh, hey, go, get go, go, go get some coffee. <laughs> Chris Christie for Prez 2016. Uh. But for real, 2016, Chris Christie has taken this. <laughs> yeah, he will bring our country back to greatness. You seen the debate? Fantastic. Stronger, stro- stronger than the storm. <laughs> uh, I like uh, I liked the, uh, yeah, the a more perfect union. Uh, no, more perfect union. Whatever. That fucking, I hate it. It's a fucking awful song. <laughs> no, it was, it, I think that that reached, that was approaching a, a very kind of operatic uh, quality with some like you know very strong. Uh, it's uh, like an Irish chords uh, and stuff. song ditty. Yeah, and it's like so long and has like lots of stuff inside of itself, and you know, I I liked it. It's ah, uh, you're not my father. Oh my god, that song's amazing. Uh, much much like the uh, the 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 song um, Battle of Hampton Roads. I feel like when they do very long tracks, it, it brings out a lot of good qualities within themselves. Yeah, I agree. The best uh, part of Titus is when they go like over five minutes. Uh-huh. That's my favorite Titus. But weirdly enough, my favorite songs in this album are all under basically five minutes. Uh, like my two favorite songs in this album were Fucked Up, uh, not Fucked Up, uh, Dimed Out and uh, Fired uh, Up. Those two songs are just fucking fantastic. Like Dimed Out was the first single from this album and I'm kind of Almost writing off Titus at this point, I'm like they'll probably do something good, but I won't really love it that much. And then Dime That's the first thing I hear for this album, I'm like, holy shit, 
tired as his fucking back. It's it's a great song, and it functions even better, I think, in the context of the album. Um, so it's just and, and that and fired up like the one two punch of that. Uh, it's fantastic. Well, I think everything uh, from the first half sequences really well with each other. Like everything transitions well. Like look like is like the yes. perfect transition to Lost My Mind DJ, and it's like that. Oh, yeah, I love this agreed. fucking album, you guys. Agreed. Um, as far as oh, uh, about the uh, instrumental stuff, they kind of um, this the bulk of the sounds on this album seem to be almost more like piano driven, like Heartland rock, more than like abrasive punk yeah. which they they kind of started gearing towards a little bit on local business um maybe not so much on the monitor uh but that's kind of that seems to be like almost their comfort zone on the, this album there's a lot of songs that have like a very strong driving you know guitar attack and a lot of piano maybe some sax mm-hmm. or horns and yeah. then a lot of the songs kind of sound that way like the, i was trying to listen to song uh trying to listen for songs in my most recent listen that just sound like really stripped down uh, punk songs and dimed out would be one of them. Lookalike would be one of them. Um, but a lot, so many of them have fatal like this flaw. Fatal flaw. No, fatal flaw has has a bit of piano in it, and it has like this. I I, I joke. I joke around. It has an audience chorus. It has an audience chorus, and it has this almost like like again. I keep saying cock rock, but like a cock rockish like guitar solo in it. And I said it kind of reminded me of like a old steady song the other day. Um, especially that little. Like that's some that sounds like a Tad Kubler, um, like a Tad Kubler guitar solo. Yeah, uh, but I love that song too. I love Fatal Flaw. Um, uh, I think uh, uh, in this episode we've all demonstrated our our great talents at performing uh, music with our mouths. So when are we starting our own like vocal acapella punk band? <laughs> well, drop us some mad beats. Go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. One, two, three. I'll do the bass, you do the guitar. Buckle my shoes. Buckle my shoes. Here we go. I'm good. I'm good. All right, here we go. Brian from the grave. Brian from the grave. 2016. Do you think Patrick Sickles will listen to this and be incredibly embarrassed? Uh, all of us talking about this. Well, I don't know. well, I think we should carry on with this tradition and uh, call our band uh, Coriolanus, uh, as that is also a Shakespeare play. <laughs> I, th- I think we should call our band Elaine Dreyfus. <laughs> Wasn't Gerard Butler in the Cor- uh, Coriolanus? Uh, the Coriolanus was. Uh, there was a movie Wait, that was Coriolanus. There was a movie of, of Coriolanus directed by. Uh, Ray, There's a movie Ray called Coriolanus. Oh, Ray Fiennes. Okay. Yeah, it, it is an actual Shakespeare play titled Coriolanus. Yeah, yeah. Anus. Yes, that is how it's pronounced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, yeah, Beavis. Know, that's how it's you know, pronounced. You know, Andrew, the place where you like to stick your fingers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> Ah, uh, ain't it? <laughs> Ooh, baby. So yeah, Tyson Ronicus, great album. Uh, go, everyone, give it a listen. It's a good time. If you have an hour and a half to spare, and you don't want to go watch oh. Fantastic Four. 
Hey, Matt's back. Let's get into the games. Hey, listeners, if you want to contact us at On Your Market Set Review, you can find us at onyourmarketsetreview.wordpress.com, email us at thinwhitedudes at gmail.com. You can also visit us at our Facebook page, interact with your favorite contestants, and give us the most scathing claims that we truly deserve. You can also find us on iTunes. Now, back to the show. So we're at the game portion for tonight. The first category is, bro, your references are so sick. Uh, this category is where I'm going to give you a lyric, and you want to tell me what the song lyric is in reference to. Since we know Tysandronicus drops references like straight G's. You know what I'm saying? And these are all Titus lyrics. These are all Titus lyrics. Uh, I didn't know there were lyrics to these songs. I thought it was all just kind of guttural screaming. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> Please continue. Number one, <laughs> because even Honest Abe sold poison, milk to school children, is the answer A, a historical event, B, a quote from The Simpsons, C, based on a friend of the band, Abe, who accidentally gave his kids spo- <laughs> spoiled milk, or D, a political statement. Can you say the quote again? Matt. Because even Honest Abe sold poison milk to school children. Uh, I'm going to go with C. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I want to go with C as well. Eric. Uh, I'm going to go D. The answer was B, a quote from The Simpsons. <laughs> I thought that was going to be an easy one. I thought. Oh, um, we did not do our, uh, our recommendations for this week. Uh just kind of launched into it yeah fucking launch into it matt go ahead i recommend wet hot american summer the first day of camp fuck i was gonna excellent recommendation (laughs) wait sucks to be you eric (laughs) all right well now i'm gonna make something very painful despite all right eric go ahead you're gonna have to watch it too you idiot um come back to me Uh, all right uh, i'm going to recommend the uh 1986 leo carrara film Mauvais song starring uh, that French guy. Okay. Oh my God! Who gives a shit? Um, Eric, you guys, you guys are kind of catching me with my pants down here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. Uh, I know. Andrew I loves it uh, when I recommend Zardoz. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> and Eric has to make a game based on that, um, which I don't think he'll enjoy. Yeah, he might I'm enjoy it. Um. The thing of comedy things you love. Comedy things? Yeah, you love comedy. It has to be comedy? No. Think of something you love. Oh, um, I, I was going for something I didn't love to try to make things interesting. Um, uh, I will go with the uh, latest uh, Death Grips double album, the double LP uh, that just got finished earlier on, earlier this year uh, called uh, the, uh, the Powers That Be. Uh, it's a double LP by Death Grips. Good wreck. Cool. Good wreck. All right. So we're zero right now. No one's got a point. Number two. Welcome to the Terror Dome. Hey, Stickles made a purposeful mistake and was supposed to be referenced to Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. B, political statement. C, song title from Public Enemy. Or D, 
famous comic book art of Spider-Man being transported to the far off year of 2099. Who's going first? Matt. C. Uh, let's go with B. Eric. I'm going to go C. C is correct. Eric and Matt got a point up on the board. Surprise, none of you went with the almost correct answer of four. Uh, uh, yeah, I kind of figured that you probably came up with that by like looking over at your bookshelf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three. This isn't shoegaze. This is suicide. A, political statement. B, lion from Diamond Dogs. This isn't rock and roll. This is suicide reference. C, Stickle saying what he thinks of my bloody Valentine. Or D, a quote from a weird review Tysodronicus got from their first album. Matt. Uh, I want it to be C, but I'm going to say B. All right, Will. Uh, isn't it? This isn't rock and roll. This is genocide. Uh, I'm going st- to go with B, I guess. Still. I, I, Eric. I like D, but I don't know. I, ju- I don't want to compromise myself while I'm ahead tied for first, so I'm going to go with B. Uh, well, what did you say? Oh, I, I uh, sorry, my thoughts are kind of scattershot here. I, I was uh, just, just say your answer. Just say your fucking. Answer. Oh, it was B. Thank you. You all got oh, it. Oh, right. good. <laughs> nice. And I probably did get it wrong. I don't remember. I've been drinking a lot. No, I, I, I think you got it. Right. What else is new? Four, out walking the streets looking for these alleged truths. Let me read that again because I said the last part wrong. Out walking the streets looking for these alleged truths. A, quote from Carl Sagan on Cosmos. B, reference to Stickle's favorite show, Sightings. C, (laughs) rework lyric from Bruce Springsteen's song, Backstreets. D, reference to Stickle's belief that Bigfoot is real. C. Uh, C. Eric. C. The answer was A. Fuck. Fucking Wait, what was A again? <laughs> Quote from Carl oh. Sagan on Cosmos. Uh. But. I don't know anything about what? that science mumbo jumbo. <laughs> it's, all, Eric, it's all fiction. You're, you're, you're not in character anywhere. You could be yourself. <laughs> I forgot. Five. But what of the classic contests? Content versus context. The fight, context wins. A. A reference to an argument Stickles had with former band members. B. Political statement. C. Uh, reference to the Might Be Giants song Particle Man. Or D. Stickles ruminating on think pieces. Matt. Can you say the quote one more time? But what a classic contest. Contest versus context. They have a fight. Context wins. Oh, uh, which one was the They Might Be Giants one? C. C. Uh, I'm going to go C too. Eric. I'll go with C. Everyone's got it right. Matt seemed very confident with that answer, so I (laughs) hitched myself to his wagon. The fight. Triangle Man wins. Six. Pounding the trouser snake. A. Political statement. (laughs) B. A reference to the act of masturbation. C. Reference to... Reference to when Stickles killed a snake in his pants with spirits. <laughs> RD, a quote from Seinfeld. All Matt. of the above? 
A. It's not a. an answer. I <coughs> uh, I mean, how could it not be A? But I guess we'll B, go with that. I think I meant B actually, right? A was a political statement, right? I'm not going to read these again. I want to stick now. with A then. <laughs> Matt, what was I'm going to go with A because if it was a political statement, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right, Eric. B. B was the right answer. You. F- <laughs> I didn't want to say it because I just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was funny. <laughs> well, you both, you've had well into the grave. <laughs> Seven, so don't tell your little bird it can't sing forever. A, reference to Bluebird by Bukowski. B, political statement. C, Stickles ate a bird one time. D, was it supposed to be part of the song actual argument Stickles had with band member while who brought a bird into the studio? Matt. <laughs> uh, I'll go with A. Which one was it again? Reference to Bluebird by Bukowski. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's go with uh, D. Eric? I'm going to go with A. A is correct. <laughs> Man, it's a landslide victory so far for uh, Eric. One point ahead of Matt and three points ahead of fucking Will. It's a great Stevie Nicks song. All right. Eight. I am the electric man. Yes, I am. A. Political statement. B. Stickles electrocuted himself one time. C. Reworked lyric from It's Hard to Be a Saint in the City. Or D. Quote from Bukowski after he shit himself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 C. Uh, B. Eric. B. Correct. The answer was B. How can you listen to this much Titus, Matt, and not know he electrocuted himself? Well, I only knew because I read an article earlier today. I am the electric man. I love that song, too. D. D. Jersey sliding. There's two correct answers for this, so there's two possible points. Not not in Jersey, there ain't. A, dance move popularized in New Jersey. B, quote from Bruce Springsteen about his music. C, car maneuver where you travel from the far left lane to the exit ramp in one swift motion. D, how Stickles describes his eating habits. Matt. A and C. Two answers. A and C. You have to get them both? No, you could get one. A and C. A and C, okay. Well, Uh, Do I get... uh, Detracted points for making uh, one correct but one incorrect... Uh, does that negate? No, no. You get one point. Yes. If you get this. Uh, I let's just say A. Okay, but what's the <laughs> other one? You don't get A, a and point. A. Uh, a and B. Okay, Eric. Uh, can you, you can't read the answers again. I I, I know. No, I, I'll do it again. This guy wants to fuck with Matt because it was such an easy one last one. Just read A and B again. Uh, dance move popularized in New Jersey and B quote from Bruce Springsteen about his music. B and C. Okay. The only one who got two right was Matt. Was A and C? It was A and C. And, well, did you guess any of them right? I think you got C, right? Uh, um, you said B, C. No, like uh, no, no. I said, I, said, I said A, B uh, because okay, so I wasn't right. paying much attention. <laughs> where um, where did you uh, where'd you get the bit about the, the dance? Because I know about the car maneuver, but I've never Genius. Heard really? Yeah. Was it? There was a dance. Was it? An- there was a YouTube video. Oh, there was. 
Yeah. Okay. It looked embarrassing. Did it look old? Like an old video? No, it looks like recent, like two years. Really? Maybe. Yeah. It was embarrassing. I forget what song I got that from. Uh, 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 see the Shining Sea, Jersey Sliding. That's the lyric. No, he goes, uh, and we'll show this dirty city how to do the Jersey Slide. No. That's what he says. No, it's from Sea to Shining Sea, Jersey Sliding. Are you talking about Titus Andronicus lyric? Yes. No, absolutely not. I am positive. I, motherfucker, I looked up that lyric. You got it wrong. Uh, he says, and, I, so the fucking website has it wrong. And we'll sh- is that it? He says we'll show this dirty city how to do the Jersey Slide. I'm positive. You could be wrong all you want. So number ten, food fight. A political statement. B a food fight. C based on Stickles' fight with his eating disorder. Or D reference to a concert where the band was beamed with ice cream cones by the audience. Matt. B. I want to say B as well. well. Eric. I'm gonna say B. The correct answer was B. No. Is it was it a reference to like Food Fight the movie? No, uh, I think this is. I think this predated the movie. No, it was like a year or two when the before the movie came out. So it was in production. I just sent. Well, I just sent you the lyrics. Forever. I just sent you the lyrics that you got wrong a second ago <laughs> for, for you to look at later. I don't give a fuck. Right. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> 11. It was 1989 when I lost my mind. A. Reference to the previous lyric in a song from Tyson Dronicus. My authentic life was aborted at the age of four. B. The year Andrew was born. C. Stickles was excited to see Burton's Batman. He lost his mind singing in theaters. Or D. Reference to the Wayland Utani Corporation from the Alien franchise. Matt. A. Well, uh, B. No, A. <laughs> Eric. I'm going to go A. For the listener, Eric has been having a cat and mouse fight with the sly. <laughs> swarming around him. It's very amusing. Uh, I think everyone said A, yeah. right? Okay, everyone gets a point. <laughs> All right. Number 12. But there's more on Earth than's dreamt of in your psychology. Is this A, a line from Tyus Andronicus? B, a political statement? A C, Life from Tyus Adronicus, The Band, or D, Life from Hamlet. Matt. What? B. Uh, well, but there's more on Earth than's dreamt of in your psychology. I recognize that quote, but I can't quite place it. I'm going to guess that it was from Hamlet, though. Okay, Eric? Um... I'm 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 gonna do, I'm gonna double down on uh, what Matt said. Matt, you said B, yes. right? Okay, you double down on political statement. That's stupid. Uh, the answer was D. I forgot the from choices. Hamlet. Well, you know what? You fucked up. You fucked up. All right, <clears throat> thirteen. All opening doors say. Oh, sorry. All opening doors saying hello, Newman. Is a a political statement? B a quote from Jerome Steinfeld. C, a quote from Jerry Seinstein, or D, a quote from Cartwright. Matt. Ooh. Uh, can you read the quote one more time? All putting doors saying, hello, Newman. Is this A, a political statement? A B, quote from Jerome Steinfeld. C, a quote from Jerry <laughs> Seinstein. Or D, quote from Cartwright. Wait, quote from Jerry Seinstein? Seinstein. <laughs> uh, B? <laughs> Yeah, I want to say B, too. Eric. B, I guess. 
Uh, you're all wrong. Sorry, it was a political statement. That was the answer. Wait, you're full of what shit. Come on. <laughs> I write the fucking answers. I fucking write the cues. You can't fucking... Oh, I'm tired. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Okay, there's a lightning oh my round. God. We all know how this is played. Uh-oh. Whoever answers first wins, basically. Okay. So there's no t- waiting for, you know, Matt to speak up. Are waiting for Will to decide his little mind? Are waiting for Eric to get his little pampers in a bunch? So let's get it out. Number one, scream out a Tyus Adronicus line. Food fight. I wasn't. I wasn't born to die like a dog. I was born to die like a man. Well, Matt was first. Oh. <laughs> it was just very amusing to see you still say that. Is Patrick Sickles left hand or right hand? Left. Left. Will was first. How many original members of Tyus Adronicus left? Three. Three. One was the oh. answer. I'm sorry. Which movie had a Tysodronicus song play in it? Uh, Twilight Breaking Dawn. <laughs> Which part? Uh, part two. That's incorrect. <laughs> uh, you guys want a hint? Yeah. Yeah. This movie's tagline is Ride Like Hell. Ghost Rider. Oh, Premium Rush. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Five, am I wearing jeans or shorts? Uh, jeans. Shorts. Shorts. No, I would not do that. We'll got the point. I'm going to take off my point for you, for even suggesting that, you asshole. <laughs> Six, who run Bartertown? A master blaster runs Bartertown. We'll get it right. Damn, well, you're fucking raking this lightning round in. Seven, how many more questions are left? Three. Seven. Matt, mm-hmm. you said three? You got it right. Uh-huh. Eight. Mad Max Fury Road. Jeer or cheer? Cheer. Cheer. Eric got that. Eight. Fantastic Force. Number flub. Flub. Eric got it. Oh, my God. This is it. It's really come down to one question. I think you're all tied. <laughs> Ten. The end? The end? No. Yes. Who said the end I first? I said yes first. Uh, <laughs> what? The answer was the end. Wait, the answer was, was the, the answer. End? <laughs> That's the. I said the end was a question. The end. And I said yes. <laughs> That's the answer. The end. The answer was the end. <laughs> I don't get it. How is that the answer? How can the answer? You can't. Res- it, it seems like it's framed like a yes or no question, though. It could be whatever I want, motherfucker. It's a lightning round. So it's not a yes or no question. It was not a yes or no question. Oh, that's very. All right, let's count this up with the person who had, I think, the least. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten for Eric. Matt. One, two, three, four, eight. Eleven. Eleven. Andrew forgot how to Will. count in the middle of that. Yeah. Three. Seven. Uh, Eleven. Twelve. Oh, shit. Well, you Wait, how did that happen? The, the lightning, lightning round. You scored everything. <laughs> the lightning round. You wrapped them up. It just, it... So... It was Eric with nine and uh, Matt with eleven, nine eleven, and then Will had twelve. Oh, well, I can't, I can't believe it. Uh, I cannot wait for you all to watch uh, Mauvais Song and uh, talk about it. <laughs> all right, so, oh, was that sorry? Huh? <laughs> so, uh, and we got shit to plug since we're at the end of the episode. Technically, uh, listen, listen Matt. to American Cosmonauts on iTunes. Will. Okay, you're done. 
well, uh, listen to this show that you're listening to. Great, Eric. Uh, talking about Turtle. Andrew. All right, so, what? what do you have to plug, Andrew? Uh, no. If you want to uh, watch Eric fight with this fly a little bit more, uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel. Uh, Eric. That's his name, his YouTube channel, Eric. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.